Welcome to Fireside Stories with me, Elliot Randall Wood, the head curator of Alexander Mabry's Museum of Strange Things. This week, I'm talking about elves. This is the time of year when children start thinking about Santa Claus, his reindeer, the gifts they hope will be delivered, and, of course, the elves that make and wrap them. When we picture an elf, especially during the festive season, We think of those little people dressed in green or red tunics, wearing pointy hats and even pointier shoes, whose job it is to help Santa get everything ready for Christmas. And yes, some of those more famous elves do indeed work for the big man himself. Elves like Patch, Bryony Shelfley and Bernard are just a few examples of elves you may have heard of. But just like with most creatures on the planet, there is more than one species of elf. And there is more than just one species of elf working for jolly old Saint Nick up at the North Pole. Some elves, like Bryony, are small in stature, have pointed ears, extremely quick reflexes and almost supernaturally nimble fingers. These are the elves you'll most likely see in Santa's workshop, either making toys or wrapping toys. In fact, Bryony herself started her career in gift wrap support. Elves, like Bryony, are of Celtic origin, which means their ancestors came from Britain and specifically from areas like Wales, Somerset, Devon, Cornwall and Cumbria, as well as from parts of Ireland and Scotland. These elves are notoriously shy and very rarely seen. It's believed that as Britain became increasingly populated, more and more Celtic elves sought refuge at the North Pole. However, they weren't the first species of elf to work with Santa. Before the great Celtic elf migration, Santa worked with the lesser-known Nordic elves. These elves are a lot bigger than Celtic elves. In fact, they can grow to the same height as an adult human. They don't tend to develop pointed ears to the same extent as Celtic elves, and some don't have pointed ears at all. Due to their increased size, Nordic elves tend to be much stronger than their Celtic counterparts, and as such, will be more likely to be seen working as reindeer handlers, sack packers, or in other departments where their size and strength is required. Nordic elves are not as shy as Celtic elves, and as such, you are more likely to see one. However, because they so closely resemble humans, you will probably ignore them or not notice them at all. Just like Celtic elves, Nordic elves travelled outside of their native lands and you can now find elves of Nordic origin in most countries around the world. Just like people, not all elves are nice elves. Most, like Santa's elves, are good elves. They can be a little bit naughty and mischievous, but they are only having fun and mean no harm. These good elves are often known as light elves. But there are some elves, known as dark elves, that can be really mean and downright evil. 
These elves are called the Mara, or the Mare, and tend to live either completely underground or in cold, dark caves. This is because, should they become exposed to sunlight, they would immediately turn to stone. The Mare have been known to sit on the chests of particularly naughty children at night and whisper into their ears. Nobody knows exactly what they're saying, but it is the whispers from the Mare that cause bad dreams and also why bad dreams are known as nightmares. There is also a rare species of elf that comes from Iceland. These elves, known as the hidden folk, live in rock formations. They are so rare that very little is known about them. In Denmark, they have a species of elf known as the mist elf. These elves are known to love dancing. Despite seeming to be fun elves at first, should you fall for their charms, you will dance with them forever until you eventually die of exhaustion. So it is recommended one avoids mist elves at all costs. Fans of Harry Potter will no doubt have heard of house elves. Surprisingly, these elves aren't actually elves at all and are in fact a type of fairy creature known as a brownie. Brownies live in the forgotten and unused corners of human houses and will often secretly assist with household chores and tasks. Unlike most elves that love the daylight, brownies are so shy they will only come out at night. Because of this, brownies are also very effective when it comes to scaring away the mare and are therefore extremely useful to have in your home. If you discover a brownie living in your home, it is customary to leave them little gifts, usually of food. They are particularly fond of porridge or honey. These gifts should never be called payments, though, as this upsets them, and will likely make them leave and find a new home elsewhere. Also, just like in Harry Potter, leaving a brownie a gift of clothing will make them leave forever. Not only that, but they will refuse to work for anyone ever again. However, this does make it possible to strike a bargain with a brownie to do a particular job in exchange for clothing once that job is complete. That is, of course, assuming you can get one to come and talk to you. Thanks for listening to Fireside Stories with me, Elliot Randall Wood, brought to you by Alexander Maybury's Museum of Strange Things. To find out more about the museum and what we do, please head over to www.maybreezemuseum.com.